Today is the day to wake, work, and win. Welcome to The Standard. We did a lot of wake and working this weekend. Yeah. Waking early. How are you feeling after this class? Pretty sore. Pretty sore. I mean, I think legitimately it takes me like a week, full week to recover from that. Usually being in the pack and the gear all weekend, you know, that's, that can be pretty hard at my back, but I've been doing this like back foundations thing. What's that all about? It's this 12 minute video and it's all, there's no weights involved. It's a lot of good mornings. It's a lot of like hamstring stretches. Didn't feel my back at all this weekend. Really? Yeah, it was good. I mean, right I'm now? sore. It's sore, like yeah. inevitably sore. But you would used to stand around and in a pack, and after like an hour or two, you're you're like you're moving around trying to adjust it. Didn't really have an issue with it all weekend, so that helped. But I mean, I'm still pretty sore. I feel like I should have a cane in both hands. Right I think now. you're in a pack for twelve-ish hours. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have a break at lunch, eh, but yeah. um, somewhere between ten and twelve hours getting after it i always leave the class feeling like more excited about the job because you see what we i feel like have been feeling for the last few years of just like oh like this is possible you know like when you see someone everybody comes into the class inevitably like you know we do our q a with the uh students you know beginning of the second day there's frustration from where everybody's coming from you know, um, I can't get the training I need. Guys aren't invested. They aren't involved. They want to sit in a recliner all day. And it's just nice to, for everybody on both sides, both sides, instructors and people who sign up for the class, to everybody gets reinvigorated. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and there's like this universal truth that, hey, we're all dealing with this stuff. It is possible to find your way out of it through a lot of hard work. And then to me, the coolest thing about the class is people get to see what they're really capable of. And that's cool. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I didn't know I could throw a 28 or I couldn't now and now I can or I didn't know how to mask up with my gloves on. And now I'm, I'm masking uh, that, up with that, this class. More than any, I noticed the biggest improvement from beginning to end of just two days of masking up with gloves on. Yeah, I mean, sometimes over a minute to under 20 seconds just with two days. And clean, too. You know, when they're first doing it, it it's 
it can be sloppy and you miss things and then it's like okay well now we're going to do it but it counts if you know you get disqualified from the competition whatever it may be if if you got skin chilling what was your biggest fuck up of the class mine your personal one well i didn't drop a ladder so that's good that's a win right no um hmm uh okay so we were doing our you know big skills challenge at the end and I hit the hydrant. So basically, this is a real life firefighter combat challenge. Hit a hydrant, you stretch a line, throw ladders, force a door. You're basically doing all the skills, and it should take someone. What was our time? I mean, it's a 10 to 15 minute evolution, right? Totally. But I mean, if you are solid and in shape, I mean, anything sub 10 is good. It's good. Yeah. But I hit the hydrant, and the five inch kind of rolled over and got kinked up on yeah. itself. Uh, one move and and was able to pull it out, but I mean that's five five seconds or more that you waste on that, and it just uh, just moved the water too fast and it kind of made its own little path instead of letting it fill and do it in the S shape I had it. So, but I mean that's the one thing they have to see that students have to see that, right? I ves without a tool. Um, that was we had my a biggest mess we up. had a we had a ladder thrown upside down. Yep, and that was a good learning experience for people because it's. You know, two things. One, it's learn that mistakes are going to happen. And I, I've said it so many times. I say to the to all the groups that come through, it's like the best crews, the best firefighters on the fire ground are the ones that solve the problems quicker. They move on, you know, because they're going to happen. There's no perfect fire. They're going to happen. It's like you, how fast do you solve it? Right. Be able to realize that plan A is not working. What you've been listening to is a podcast from our Patreon. If you like this content, want some more, for just as little as $3 a month, you can have access to all these episodes. I mean, 3 bucks a month, you're going to lose more in your couch cushion. Check us out at the-standard.us and hit the Patreon. But secondly, it's like, you guys are working together as a partner, right? So if you have a partner and he's having trouble getting the tool out of where he's got it stored in his back, like go up and help him out. Right. Or, you know, we're practicing with masking up. Like if you and I are masking up at a front door in a real fire and you're struggling with something and I'm standing right behind you, I'll just be like, stop. And I can see everything and I'll, I could put your hood on for, you know, I think the other thing that you start to do is like, you start to see like, Ooh, that's going to be a problem for him later. You look ahead. A hundred percent. You're like, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you before you get going. You know, we had, uh, a possible structure fire the other night and I put my Halligan, if I'm on the, a ladder company, I'll put my Halligan in my, my back Your pack, my yeah. pack Ninja Turtle method and never ever before, uh, the ads end got hooked into the strap for your SCBA pack. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you've been doing this how for how long you've done that, how many times and, now this just happened. And so someone sees that and they're like, hey, let me fix that real quick because I know that in five seconds you're going to have a, <laughs> a real yep. big problem with it. Yep. But yeah, I I always find that I go into this weekend excited and kind of nervous about it because I know how hard it's going to be. And then I always leave feeling completely destroyed and fantastic. Yeah. 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 I mean, a shout out to South Adams because it's the first oh. time we did a class there. I hope it's I hope it's the first of many. Yeah. Uh, but we were able to have access to their, you know, we started our both days off 
uh, working out in their at their new training center at their weight room. Amazing gym. You won't. I don't know if you find a nicer gym. Fire, yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, maybe somebody's the amount of equipment and the expense that they put into that unreal. You know what that shows me though is like that that department truly cares about their folks. Important. You know, like they're putting their money where their mouth is. It's a great recruiting tool too. Yeah. I mean, right? Well, not only that, but it's like your uh that group that they have over there I think is making some some pretty awesome changes in the yeah, fire service. Cool. So we cool we hope see. to go back. Yeah. Definitely hope to go back. Yeah. Um Do you feel like you've gone to classes that have given you the same kind of feeling when you left like what's been the best fire service class you've ever gone to i i haven't been to many hands-on you know you know we started teaching on our own i went to fdic a few years did a bailout class which i thought was pretty valuable because it was real reps out of a real building like four floors up old Old, like, brick warehouse. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. You know, so you got to actually, you're going out of a real building. But um, I have not been to FDTN, and I buy everything that every one of our guys comes back and says, that it's, like, it's the best training you can get, like, real fires. I I can only imagine. I hear the stories from guys I respect. So I imagine that if I were to go to that, that that would take the top spot. Yeah. But I just, I haven't gone, um, but I hear nothing but awesome things about that because that's what i'm looking for in a training i don't want to go and see an instructor in flip-flops and cargo shorts telling me you know where to place a halligan in a door or how to jump through this window or how to throw this ladder if i want one me i want to be in my gear i want it to be as realistic as possible and i also want to see that the person who's teaching me how to do this can do it themselves you gotta show me when they're tired, not yeah. just one rep. Right. You know, uh, so that's one thing that I think why FDTN is so valuable for a lot of people. It's like, well, this is like the real deal, and you are fatigued and tired, and they're pushing you. Well, you're not only are you in the fire, so is the instructor. So, like, yeah. you think you're hot because they're watching, they're just as feedback, hot yeah. as you are. And to me, that's like, oh, you, we're in this together kind of thing. I think the really cool thing about our class is, like, you don't know who the instructors are. You know, like, you look around the drill ground, and the instructors are going, in in a lot of aspects, harder than the students are. And, and that's only because, I mean, there's there's multiple reasons. I mean, that's just how we roll. Like, that's this, this is a perfect environment, right? We've got a training ground on a weekend where we're not on duty, and we have our gear. We have all this stuff. Like, why not? Oh, here's why what, not go all out? Like this is the time. But here's what I, what I think is, they don't know that. So if you take a two separate evolutions, one where the instructors go first and one where the students go first, the times are completely different. So let's take our vertical vent scenario. Right, we did ten calories on the echo bike. Then just to get your your heart rate and your nervous system a little taxed. Then we go throw two ladders and then go do a vent scenario. If the instructors go first, we'll show you that this thing can be done in roughly three minutes. For you. Okay. Asterix time. Okay. I'm just saying. Anyways. Me and another guy named Guzman. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Oh, barely. 
Anyways, moving on. Thirty seconds, barely. <laughs> I don't know. Thirty. You know. You know what you can get done in thirty seconds? Take a nap. Yeah. So, but if you let their students go first and, yep. and they don't know what is possible, it's going to take six to ten minutes. So that is what. Like, I think that's the reason why people don't go that hard is because they don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's I think what makes the class so fun for me and 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 successful in the end is. You know, you do this, but like you get a new group at your stations. Like this is the evolution. Us two instructors are gonna go first, right? And show you, you know. And then, oh, there's one guy left over. Okay, well, you pick an instructor you want to go with. Whatever you want to do it again. Okay, let's do it again. Right. You know? I'm just I'm just so tired of seeing. We had we had a couple students come through the class, and even an instructor that taught with us. It's like, yeah, I just went to this truck class last week, or and the other one's like, I just went to this hands-on hose class uh, a few weeks ago we were never in our gear like guys are just telling us what to do a lot of standing around not a lot of reps just a lot of talking a lot of jaw jacking man it's just... and when there is reps being shown it's like if you want to teach me how to push a two and a half down a hallway you better have your fucking air pack on because yeah. wearing and fire gloves yeah you know everything fire gloves make it a lot easier to grip something than leather gloves leather gloves i call them gardening gloves and i, I feel to like say gardening gloves i feel like i can if i see and bring it on if i see a truck company out there doing fire ground i'm not talking about extrication i'm talking about fire ground tasks in leather gloves i i know everything i need to know like okay let's say this we get to a window i'm throwing ladders because i always throw ladders in my gardening gloves and now I got to change them. Well, now, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go inside with your gloves on, with your leather gloves on? And if your answer is, well, yeah, I mean, I don't care if I get a little burned. I'm like, oh, what are we doing here, man? Like, are you a professional or are you not? And so it's nice to be able to show what's capable at a high level to these people. Because I think anyone with a pickup truck and, and some gear can go out and be trainers. And... I feel bad for the people that take their class and they think that that's what the fire service is. If you can't function on a heavily stressed fire ground for 10 minutes or more, I don't think you should be teaching classes. Yeah. If you can't get through a cylinder and get a ton of work done, you know, and obviously it's subjective. Someone say, well, yeah, I can get through a cylinder. Well, are you doing much? Right. And I mean, am, am I calling out some some people potentially yeah i am you know because i've seen it and it's just it's garbage i don't even think it's necessarily their fault i think that that is no, the, what I, they were it's, shown it's accepted yeah I mean, that's it, what the the majority of hands-on training has gravitated towards right uh, it's hard though i mean why because for us to bring 12 instructors a day for 20 students it's hard to find those people it's hard to coordinate them, you know, so I can see why it's like, well, it's hard for me to find guys to help. And, you know, you want to get that information out there. But I think that even if we had 20 guys taking the class and there was just four or five of us, it would be harder. But we just you'd still be showing them right the way, you know, it just takes very 
good organization to get through it. But having that student to instructor ratio, I think, is huge. A, a huge part of why that that this class works as well as it does. Yeah, I I was less mentally taxed this time than I did. Like I'm I'm actually excited to do it again. I think well, our instructors now are. I mean, we can just sit back and and they they rock it. Um, yeah. The other cool thing I think that happens in our classes, I learned from a two-year guy a different way to do a ladder package from a small yeah, town up yeah. in Leadville, right? Like, It's one of those things you look at and you're like, I don't think so, dude. But if it, but hey, he's doing it and it works. And then under and then stress, he was able to teach me it under it, right? Like that, that's awesome. You know, everybody finds their way. Yeah. You know, and if it's smooth and it's fast and I don't care. But it isn't instructor. It's about practicing reps and mastering skills. There's no one right way to do things, you know? But as an instructor, like, you, that's the environment you should want to create at your classes is like this, hey, I'm going to teach you what you paid to learn, and then it's it's free time. I mean, the end of the second day or, like, lunchtime, it was like, hey, if you want to try some shit out that, that you heard about on YouTube or now's the time. you saw, now's the time, let's do it. Or we had um, one of the firefighters out here in Colorado. She's... I don't know, maybe five, six, hundred and some odd pounds. And she's like, I can't do this ladder package. And I'm like, all right, let's workshop. We got a lot. We got what we need right here. That's why we're here. Let's figure it out. Let's drop this as many times as we can. And we ended up figuring it out. And it's like, that's, that's what you want. That's what I want. Brought a smile to my face when I saw some of the guys after I threw the 35, they're like, I want to try, you know? And I know, I know the process, right? So years. Yeah, and I know that more times than not, uh, this is going to be a failure the first few times. It may not; it's probably not going to happen this weekend. But it starts. It's that. so cool. It's like I want to try it. Like, and everybody else is looking around and like, okay, it didn't work out, and nobody. Okay, let me try. Let me try. Challenge versus threat, right? Yeah, I, I, talk There's, talk just a little bit about that. I mean, obviously we hit that super hard in our class, but when you say challenge versus threat, that's what the whole weekend's about, right? That's, but what does that physically do to uh, to us? I when don't know. We, when you are nervous about doing a skill and you're thinking about, I hope I don't fail at this. How does that usually go for you? Not good. Right. That's your threat mindset. It's like I'm going to start this evolution. Oh boy, I'm really nervous about when I get to the front door and have to mask up with gloves on. I hope I don't mess it up. Probably gonna mess it up. You're gonna be thinking about it. You're nervous and body tenses up, right? But if you're thinking, I'm gonna crush this, you know, like I'm gonna crush this and if I do run into a problem, I'll work through it. And guess what? If it doesn't go as well as I want, I'm gonna get there eventually. I'm gonna try it again or whatever. Now you just opened up everything, right? You're breathing. You're you're getting the air you need. Your muscles are getting all the blood it needs. Like your heart rate's low, your respiratory rate's lower. You're less taxed. Like physiologically, you're controlling what you control, and it makes a difference. That's the challenge mindset. Your like body, your body releases this fight or flight response when it comes to the chemicals in your brain and in your body when you see things as a threat, and then your more of sympathetic nervous system kicks in when you're seeing things as a challenge. See, that's that's. You're smarter than me. I, I couldn't articulate that. That, but that, I mean, that's what we're oh, saying yeah. is like I, is that your brain and your body will prepare you 
either this way or this way for the same event, depending on how you see it. Yeah. And so when we talk about challenge versus threat, I mean, we were talking to someone recently who was having a potential like, hey, my the love of my life is moving away. What am I going to do? It's like, oh, are you going to see that as a challenge or threat? That, I mean, this this ability that we have to change our mindset is not just for the fire ground. It's for everything else that 100%. we do in life. And so when you see people start to make that connection in their head, like that is the coolest thing as an instructor to see. Because you're like, oh, that dude eventually, after a ton of reps, is going to bring that into their personal life. And that is the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset. Yeah. You know? So I, I just... I can't wait to do it again. We're talking about possibly doing some one day classes where, you know, master ladders, master hose, master forceful entry, so that we don't have to go in these such long breaks in between yeah. classes. Hopefully it's South Adams. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anything else? No, we need to do some shout outs though. Oh man. A few people joining the Patreon. Yeah. We would really appreciate it if you came over and joined the Patreon. Uh, it helps out the show. It helps spread the word. And if you feel like you like what we're providing and you want more of it, um, check us out. Patreon.com slash Forge Your Life. Or uh, you can just head to our website, the-standard.us, and it can it can get you over there. So. Yeah, and we've talked about it before. You can get a discount just through Patreon by signing up for uh, yearly. Uh, yeah, and you exactly, get a discount to our classes too. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what James Walker did. He signed up for the year. Um, Amy Quinn, thanks. She's Amy. New, yeah. Uh, we got Wilson Chung and uh, Shannon Snell both signed up. Uh, they are our ambassadors. Ambassadors now, yeah, so it's pretty cool. They uh, kind of partner up with them just because we love what they're doing. So yeah. uh, that's always an option too. But uh, T.J. Blaylock. Matthew Legler, your brother, Eric Stalloway. Eric Stalloway. Let me yep. tell you what, nothing's for free, not even for my family. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool when your family supports you, so thanks. And last but not least, Pepe Silvia. Pepe Silvia. Buenos dias. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for signing up. <laughs>